this is FD Talks, a brand new podcast series by Funeral Directors Live, where we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace. Well, hello and welcome once again to uh, this another episode of FD Talks. I have today in the studio with me Josh McQueen, who is Vice President of Product for Pasari. And uh, Josh, well, I'd like to welcome you in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Can you talk to me a little bit about what Pasari is? Pasari is at its core case management software, uh, but at, it really does a lot more than that. So what we're trying to do is help funeral homes streamline their processes, become more efficient. So ultimately, you can spend more time serving the fam- your families. Uh, we do that in a lot of variety of ways that we've got more integrations with more companies than anyone else out there. We uh, have our family planning center that allows funeral homes to work directly with families and com- maybe communicate with them in the way that they prefer, the family prefers. Uh, so, and that's just scratching the surface. What what problem or what problems in the funeral industry did you identify that needed to be solved when, when Pasari started making progress as a company? Yes, well, the, the big initial problem was uh, that Pasari was founded from a national study um, nearly uh, about 10 years ago, the study was conducted. And out of that was um, that the, the big finding from that was that 63% of families were dissatisfied with the way funeral homes interact and communicate with them. And the big gap there was technology. And so uh, I mentioned our family planning center, but that was a big aspect of it in building this uh, hub for funeral homes to interact with and really streamline those uh, processes where you're spending less time uh, on the more transactional items of filling out paperwork and asking for mom's maiden name and social security number and things like that and more time around the actual uh, memorial uh, and celebration of the service. What observations have you made, I don't know, just over in the, in the past 10 years as far as uh, technology in this field? What kind of, of uh, progress have you seen? The technology itself, I mean, we're, we're seeing, I mean, more and more companies, ourselves included, that are uh, trying to continue to push things forward um, from an I mean, strictly industry perspective. It's been interesting. We're seeing a lot of consolidation. And so we're seeing uh, companies get bought up, a lot of our co- competition being bought up. And um, so in, in those companies, we've often seen um, some consolidation of technology together, you know, website companies and case management systems coming together, um, which had already been out there. And it feels a little bit like pushing pier and beam houses together to make a mansion. Um, you, you know, structurally, it may not all be that, that sound, uh, but in that we're seeing quality of support go down we're seeing um uh i mean things being uh taken offshore and so support being in the philippines now um, that's a big one that we're hearing a lot uh and so we're, we're really trying to make sure that we continue to be for the funeral director um by the funeral director uh and that we're putting funeral service first um and that it, it doesn't all come down to the bottom line I know I just recently attended uh, NFDA, and as as did you, and it's you you don't have to walk very far before you see a technology based company uh, with a booth booth there. That was a pretty interesting observation for me to make. Um, so, Josh, tell me a little bit about what are some new things that you're working on, or some things that you guys might be improving. 
Yeah, so uh, we've got a lot of things in the work. Uh, work. So it's a big one's e-commerce. So we have um, working with Funeral Directors Life on Arrangement Guide. So we have the pre-need side of that done, and we're one of the only um, companies out there that allows for a pre-need contract to actually be finalized and a consumer to go through that entirely on their own. So, uh, But we're currently working on the ad-need side of that and bringing in um, the ad need tools and so kind of the full picture all together. Uh, e-signature is another big one. So getting to where a funeral home can uh, populate and send for signature literally any one of their documents and have that all done within our planning center. Um, there's obviously um, online payments, and so we, uh, accepting credit cards wherever you want, um, our mobile application. We've got a lot of irons in the fire right now. I may be off base here, but it just seems like to 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 really succeed today using technology, you're not really just out there competing against everyone. There's a lot of integrations involved, and there's lots of ways that you have to determine how you can make things work with other things. Yeah, so so much of the value of our system is, you know, it's core. It's essentially a digital filing cabinet, but we're trying to be a lot more than that. Uh, and so, being the central hub of a funeral home's operations, we try to make it as easy to send and share data wherever you need it to go. So, uh, the one of the ways we've really tried to do that is through our public API. So you mentioned all the companies that are at NFDA, the technology companies. Well, a lot of them come up to us and want to integrate with us, uh, which is fantastic. But instead of prioritizing that into our roadmap and, uh, you know, prioritizing it over e-signatures or something else, um, we've made it as easy as we possibly can for other companies to tie into us. And we literally hand them this API documentation and say, let us know when you're ready. We'd love to connect. So, uh, yeah, it's a big piece of what we do in trying to streamline those operations and really allow a funeral home to pick and choose who they want to work with while still keeping all their data in one place. Now, speaking of integrations, uh, you guys were recently kind of acknowledged uh, in a very public way for an integration that you guys had worked on. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so we, we were fortunate enough to win the Innovation Award this year at NFDA. And uh, that award was for integration with Pennsylvania's health department. And so the reason that's novel, as most uh, funeral directors would know, is um, before this integration, there, there was never uh, a third-party platform like Pisari that had been able to connect and tie into a health department's death certificate system. And so with our integration with Pennsylvania, a funeral home can keep all their data in Pisari like we were just talking about and literally click a button and file a death certificate in the state of Pennsylvania. So um, the innovation within that is the precedent it sets for um, kind of a case study for other states and saying, here's what this can look like. Here's how we're doing it securely, keeping all the information um, where it needs to be. Uh, and here's how we can replicate that. And that wasn't something that you guys just had a couple of programmers work on for a few weeks and it was done, was it? No, it, yeah, there, it, there were actually really two iterations of this um, that took really about three years so we started this in 2018 and had it done, and if not um, towards the beginning of 2019, and then um, there were some setbacks with the health department. They had to go back and rework some things on their end, and um, we came back in 2020. Um, so kind of right, I mean, before COVID hit, um, started working on it all through COVID and got it done towards the end of last year. Now, I, I also know that... Uh 
just these types of things don't don't happen very easily and i know that there you've probably gotten some requests on you know how, how do we get this started in other states and things like that tell me a little bit about some of the back end cooperation that you guys were having to get for that so like like i mentioned this is one of the biggest feature requests that we get and our answer before was always we're happy to have a conversation but there's nothing we can do right now our hands are tied no health department has opened up their vital record system for us to connect to so we i mean i don't think it's an exaggeration say we talked to a dozen different states and they all had feigned some interest uh, but we needed them to build the apis on their end for us to connect to and uh, it just never happened. And so the biggest difference in Pennsylvania was getting the Pennsylvania Funeral Directors Association involved in the process. So um, they were able to use uh, some of their lobbying power, if you will, and help push the health department and say this is something that would be hugely important and um, uh, helpful for our, for our members, for our, our funeral home members. And we'd love to see you uh, make this happen. And I mean, the health department eventually did, which was fantastic. So, Josh, getting back to the, the topic of just technology in general, why is it so important for the funeral industry to, to really step up and, and adopt technologies like Pasari and some of these other integrations that really can, can help save them time? Yeah. So we, we've actually been playing with a new idea um, this concept of, you know, we we're just talking about the Innovation Award, but the innovative funeral home. And what does that actually mean? And we've begun identifying this idea of, you know, there, we, we know that there's these funeral homes that we say they are innovative funeral homes. But within that, we also see these funeral homes that are maybe idle, like a car is idle. Um, the idle funeral home more has a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. And it's, you know, there may not be a problem today, but we know it could be better, but we're not going to focus on that right now. Um, so the innovative funeral home really looks at this idea of, uh, we, we know it can be better and we want to keep trying to become better. And so technology is a, a aspect and a component of that, but it's not the entirety of it. So there's this concept um, known as Levitt's diamond model. And in that, it talks through this idea of a diamond in each corner is people, process, structure, and technology. And the understanding that as you tweak one, it's going to affect the other three. And so really what innovative funerals do in regards to technology is they're looking at what's the best way that we can serve our funeral consumers and how can we use te technology to improve that service. But then they're also looking at it in relationship to uh, their processes, to their people, and to their structure and saying that if we implement this new technology, how do we need to adapt those other three areas to make sure that we are continuing to push the whole business forward and ultimately serve these families as best as we can. We're somewhat, you know, as Seth Cohen would say, trying to create this tribe yeah. of innovative funeral homes or those that aspire to be an innovative funeral home. I think those are the ones that are going to most correctly align with, with success anyway. Right. I'm sure that you've identified over the years uh, some sort of a, a process or a way that this, these things happen where suddenly you see that light bulb go on and the funeral director goes or the funeral homeowner goes, hey, I need to do something. Um, at what point do they engage a technology company and, and what does that process look like? Yeah, normally there's a there's a trigger event. It's something has gone wrong. Um, so, you know, in the past year, it's been covid that I remember five, six years ago when we were first getting going with Pisari and we were putting our 
we were showing people our planning center and literally getting kicked out of funeral homes um, and being told you're trying to take the funeral director out of this uh, out of the equation you just want the family to do it all themselves or what what are they paying me for if they're filling out all the paperwork and the light bulb you know when COVID hit was like oh okay you know we do have to have technology options to communicate and so um Often in Pisari specifically, the light bulb is realizing that it's not about forcing people to use technology a specific way, but about giving them the options to communicate the way they prefer. So it's uh, often we don't realize that there's these, we call them clicking callers from this study that I mentioned earlier, um, with these segments of uh, consumers that prefer technology, that you're actually forcing them to interact with you in person um, and to sit down and get you know have them watch you fill out paperwork when they would actually prefer to just provide that all to you the night before. So it's um, so it, it, it's a lot of different things for others. You know, on the case management end of it, it's um, your computer crashes and you lose all your data, and all of a sudden you realize you need a cloud-based solution. So it's on newer technology. It's realizing that you could become a lot more efficient with integrations and things like that that you're not necessarily getting in your current platform. And so there's a variety of trigger events um, that can occur whenever that light bulb goes off. And you were just talking about you know that disintermediation of the funeral director that they were so afraid of when you start in- incorporating technology. What has been the reality? Uh, has there has there been disintermediation? Because in my experience, no. in the funeral homes that I've been in, people are glad to be back in funerals. They're 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 glad to be back in the funeral home, and they're they're glad to be you know being able to t- spend that face to face time. But it's more of a, I would say like a blended experience. What are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. So that that blended experience has for sure been there. That you have people that want to start online and finish in person. Um, you know, on a pre need standpoint you have some people that want to start in person maybe go home and think about it for a little bit and finish online sign the paperwork and things online and so i don't think it's an either or i don't think that uh the the minority has been the people that want to do fully everything online um you can almost think about purchasing a car or something like that that how often do we just go online look at the pictures and then have a fifteen thousand dollar transaction that we want to you know we're just you know put in my credit card info and i'm good uh, and so more often than not, you're going to start that transaction online, but you want to go and, you know, to the dealer or to the place, to give it a test drive, ask questions, things like that. And that's more often what we're seeing. So, again, there's the minority within there, but technology is still a component of that. It's they don't want to walk in and just have salespeople and not to say that funeral homes do this, but a car dealership. And I. I guess that's not maybe the best example, but car dealership where I just want to browse and you got salespeople badgering you the entire time. Um, it's let me do it on my couch. Let me kind of browse and figure out and orient myself uh, on my own first. And then I'll come to you when I'm ready to have a conversation. So in your experience, what what is success starting to look like for the funeral home who does start engaging in, in more technology and, and is seeing some some growth is that happening yeah so uh i mean success is a relative term so um let's just pretend it's the opposite of failure for the sake of this conversation yeah so uh i i think again success is probably this idea of providing options 
and it's at the very beginning of the process as a family hits your website it's that they um, they're seeing that there's options available and how to communicate so uh, in our consumer in this study that we were founded out of um, there was kind of a changing of a guard and so all of this is on our website by the way um, it's pisari.com slash nfc as a new funeral consumer and from that you're, there's segments that have been identified and um, there's this changing of the guard and essentially at one half you have this half that does not prefer technology which is fine um, but there tend to be an older generation you have a new half that's younger that's coming into play that does prefer technology uh, one of those segments is what we call a dead ender they're the direct cremation they don't see any value um, in a funeral at all they just want the cheapest most commoditized option um, but if we think about technology often the companies that are offering the best technology and communication options are the direct cremation um, crowds on um, the direct cremation providers and so as these uh, this new wave of funeral consumers is coming in and they are looking and seeking for those technology communication options they're only finding that in the direct cremation providers and so these clicking callers or what we call solo seculars these other two segments that we actually have data that says they're willing to spend money on a funeral and on a uh, on a um, service and everything else they're going to the direct cremation uh, providers because those are the only ones that are providing them the options to communicate in the way they prefer. So to me, success is about adapting your business to reach this new funeral consumer that's been coming in for really for the last 10 years and starting, I mean, has just escalated even more because of COVID, um, but uh, providing those options and um, displaying your business in a way that says that we're friendly and we want to work with you. Well, Josh, I kind of, I feel like the key takeaway here is, you know, you talked about those different types of funeral homes, the ones that really want to see success and really want to lift themselves up into an offering that's attractive to today's changing funeral consumer. Um, I, I think this has been very insightful for, for us and uh, I appreciate you coming in today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. If you would like to reach out to us about this episode or this series, please visit us online at funeraldirectorslife.com forward slash FD Talks. There you can find information about this episode and submit any comments, suggestions, or feedback about our series. And we also welcome your ideas for future episodes. Join us next time on FD Talks as we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace.